0: This is episode 63. Do you have the right team working with you? I wanted to talk about really the understanding of building a team. I've mentioned it in my other podcasts, but I really wanted to focus this podcast on that because I do feel that the people that you join or you allow to join your team have to reflect you, your business, and what you want to have the public see. I call a lot of people, especially when they reach out to me to answer questions and do all of these things. And the things that resonate the most with most of the businesses that I contact directly, especially over the phone, they have poor people. They don't have the right people answering their phone, representing their business. You would not believe the type of people that have answered the phone like they're sleeping or yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, who is this? And it's unfortunate because the phone is still a part of the business. No matter what you say, you are not going to get away from voice interaction with your clients. If you're thinking you're going to relegate your business to text and email only, you are not serving all of the people that are in your client base and potential client base. One thing that I do encourage estheticians, especially in my esthetician business community, is how do your clients want to be communicated with? What is their preference? If you don't know their preference, you're doing your business a disservice. Not everyone is going to read your emails. Not everyone is going to read a text message. And not everyone is going to answer the phone. But if you ask them what their preference is, now you're communicating in a way that they prefer. Because we're in the relationship business, you have to communicate the way they prefer. And if you assume that I'm just going to communicate via text or I'm just going to communicate via email or Insta, you know, messenger on Facebook or messenger on Instagram, your business is going to not be where it could be because you're refusing to understand the relationship. If you were in a relationship with someone and they relegated you to text or email only, you wouldn't be that that person. We're in the relationship business. Yes, we offer services, but they are coming to this because of the relationship that we are building with them. So when I hear These folks answer the phone. I'm so disappointed because I know instantly why you're struggling in your business. You have people on your team who don't see your vision, who don't understand who you are, and they're not in it for the right reason. Your team should be an extension of you. And it's unfortunate that we have to understand that because the businesses that do really well understand you're you're. Hiring based off the extension of you, the owner. You want people to have a great experience. You want to cultivate the relationship in your business. But if you hire people who don't understand that, it's reflected in the way they speak, how they answer the phones, how they receive your clients. It's very clear. Estheticians do a great job. We do a wonderful job at providing the environment for the clients to be there. What we don't do a great job at is the communication outside of the service. I've said this multiple times when I did the, um, beauty business summit with Maxine Drake. I spoke about this on stage the, in 2019 and in 2023, I spoke about this at my esthetician summit, which I hope all of you guys would attend. I speak about this in majority of the master classes that I offer. You have to understand where we fall where we are, what we do, how we're perceived, how people want to communicate with us. Like there's so many things in our business that we have to keep in track and keep in charge of that we lose it or sometimes we get comfortable in where we are, especially if our books are full for the moment. We're comfortable. We don't do anything more. You know, I just uh, started with my mastermind group. We started uh, our client appreciation and putting it together. And I encourage every esthetician to have a client appreciation event, whether it's in person or it's virtual, you need to appreciate your clients. And so we're working on this and I have um, a masterclass around this. I talk about this quite a bit when I'm coaching. So in my esthetician business community, you actually see the coaching videos that I do. And I actually, with every single one, I talk to them about how do you appreciate your clients and in in doing those and, and setting up an event and making sure that you are appreciating them year after year after year, it has really shown me that we as estheticians have a hard time putting on our business hat. We have a hard time understanding from the client's point of view, not only the reason they continue to return, but why they invite others. So when you do an event like this, you know, I'm pulling out all the stops. I mean, I'm telling them exactly what they need to do. The one thing I love about my business community also is that, We have an esthetician in there who shares her event that she does every year. And she brings in, you know, 10, 11, $12,000 in four hours and does all these things. And she willingly did a video with me and shared it in our group for people to watch over and over again to understand how she does it and why she does it and the amount she yields. I love the fact that estheticians who do well are in our community sharing. This is why I say it's important to get a community. But when you start hiring staff, when you start building your team, when you start having people represent you when you're not there and when you're there, it's important. It's absolutely important. And I'm reminded of it whenever I call someone because I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could just talk to the owner and just say, the person that responds on the phone needs some coaching. They need some coaching and they need consistent coaching. You need to hire some undercovers. You need to have some secret shoppers. Like you need to test out your team every now and then. And I say that when I'm coaching as well. You got to understand how the perception is when you're not there. What are your? What is your team? How is your team treating your clients? And it has to be random. You got to know. If you are thinking about building a team, you got to understand that the people you hire have to be a reflection of you. They cannot sound like they're asleep on the phone. They can't even act like they're on the phone. That's another thing that I see a lot as well. You cannot be on the phone when people come in. Your phone can't be the priority. And we see this with younger generations as well. You know, I'm old school. I've had my license 20 years. So I understand what it means to have customer service. You know, we were around when there was no cell phones. It was super expensive to get one. And we definitely didn't have the internet the way we have it now. So I understand the importance of, relationship building with your clients, understanding they need to be appreciated, publicly appreciating them, and all these other things. And I wanted to really take this specific podcast to help people understand you also may be doing these things and not really understanding it. If you've never asked your client their preference of communication, maybe you stop there. That's a good place to start, right? Because you'd be surprised You'd be surprised at how many clients would be like, yeah, I don't like text or I don't like, you know, emails. I don't read them, but I would love a phone call. I would love a voicemail. Ask the preference. There's nothing wrong with asking because communication is really where it comes down to. You know, I, I saw a post of someone and not my group, but in another group on Facebook for estheticians saying, you know, do you have a Facebook group for your business? And, you know, people are like, oh, no, I just do emails and texts. And I tell people all the time you're missing out. I coach and encourage everyone who's in my business community to get a Facebook group. I have estheticians from years ago to now who all have esthetician groups who are doing extremely well because they have now extended themselves in that way to solidify the relationship. And that again is another extension of you where they are because the clients are on Facebook. They love to get in a group. They love to show off. They love to see what's new, how to use a product. You'd be shocked at how many clients don't know how to use simple products you sell. It's a perfect place to demo. And when I do my my monthly meetups and my monthly coaching, and most of them are like, yeah, my group is ran by my customers and my clients. They run my group. I don't run it. I come in there and post a new promotion or I have an opening, you know, last minute, someone canceled and it's filled. That's all I do. But they're in there talking back and forth relationship. That's an extension. It's hard for many of us to kind of think of that because I think we have so many things that we are doing all at the same time that we don't prioritize certain things. You know, I love to ask open-ended questions especially to estheticians that I'm working with to really get them to think on a really different way. So, you know, if Mondays are your days to come and do all business stuff, you're doing your ordering or you're doing, you know, your inventory or you're checking out your books, you're updating things, you're changing things, you're doing website stuff, social media stuff, whatever you're doing, you got to factor in somewhere, somehow some things to do for the business That come from appreciation that have to do with growing the relationship that have to do with, you know, communication and communicating better, more consistently. You got to take time to do that. And for those of you who are really struggling and you do have someone who is either covering your phones, you have a VA or you have a person that's in your brick and mortar that's answering the phones, There's nothing wrong with getting a secret shopper or having a family or friend call and tell you what their experience is. I did that when I had a team. My mom would call. um, I wouldn't have my dad call. I would have a friend call just to see how was your experience on the phone? Did you feel like there was a lot of dead space? Did they not greet you well? Like I would do all of these things because I wanted to know I wanted to know what I needed to coach my team on, what things I needed to improve on. I would do that randomly, especially when they were caught off guard. I'd have someone call first thing in the morning, or I have somebody call right before we close to see how they were treated, right? For many of you, you want to stick to the text messages and you get the miscommunication that's happening, or people get upset because they feel that they cannot get you. And here's the thing that I always say, and you've probably heard this before. If you are amazing with them in person but then you elevate them to that text and that's the only way they can connect with you, you're you're ruining the relationship. You're ruining any opportunities for them to referral because they get all of you in person. Not to say you got to do this all the time, but you have to realize how can I extend myself in a way that doesn't feel like I'm talking to 100 or 300 people, right? That's why I like Facebook. I like that Facebook group. They can ask you questions. You can respond to it when, you, when you're ready. You're giving them another extension of you that's outside of the in-person. That's a little bit better than just relegating to text or, or, or messages. It's another way for them to build the relationship. I also find that people love to invite people to groups and it's more easier to do that than it is referring. Especially if you have a business where you are selling product and you're shipping to them. It's a great way to build it. I've always been an advocate of that. I've always stayed in that place because I do think that a lot of estheticians don't utilize that uh, when they really could. It's a missing space. And it's unfortunate that it's a missing space because it's not that hard. Um, my masterclass breaks it down. I say, this is what you need to do. Pick one day of the week where you program all the stuff you're going to post, post a poll, get a question going, ask when the last time they've seen you talk about a product that's brand new demo, the product, show them how to use it. Ask somebody their favorite thing. Um, I'm in a few of my estheticians in my business community and their private groups. And I love what I'm seeing. I have one. She, um, did a crazy sock week and everyone wore crazy socks to their appointments and she took pictures and they voted on it. I mean, you would, (laughs) you wouldn't believe the type of stuff that happens that you're able to do. Um, I met, I was in another group where, um, what did she do? Oh God, I can't remember. There's all kinds of different things. I have all these different ideas that I, that I have experienced in other groups of estheticians that they do. And it's fun things. It gets people involved, you know? Uh, we got to get better at that. We got to have our team be so super consistent because they're an extension of us. We got to learn how to extend ourselves just a little bit, not a whole bunch, especially for those of you who don't want to be on the phone. I would rather talk on the phone and make sure everything is clear. So there's no miscommunication, but not everybody does. And I get that. But I do find the ones that I call, you're you're missing the mark. You're You're missing the mark there. People love to have an upbeat. They love to hear somebody. They love to be happy to receive. When someone picks up the phone call, they can feel that through that voice. And it's unfortunate that we don't, some of us don't understand the importance of that. You can't replace that. There are some of your clients who are going to want to hear a voice. They're going to want to speak to someone. They're going to want to make sure everything is clear. They don't want any miscommunication. That can happen by email. That can happen by text. Me, I go straight for it. Someone emails, I have no problem picking up the phone to make sure everything is clear. That way, no confusion is done. But in doing that, I find some of your businesses, whew, those calls with your team are painful. So if it's painful with me, just to get clarification, I can't imagine a new client calling to try to get clarification. It's painful. It's absolutely painful. So we gotta, we gotta be better, especially when we start looking at building your team. And this, it's, that's a big decision when you build a team, building a team is not something that's easy. Building a team takes time. It takes patience and you have to ask the right questions. You may not be a great interviewer, you may want to go on how people make you feel, which is the worst way to hire people, by the way. But you may, you know, hire people based on a gut feeling instead of asking them true questions and getting true answers. You know, I've learned um, to ask certain questions about their life outside of work to give me a better understanding. What do you do in your free time? When you were late, when was the last time you relate to the job? Or have you ever just not come to work one day? I ask those types of questions. Tells you a lot about employees, you know, and getting an employee is a big deal. It's a big deal. It takes time. You need to have great interview questions. You need to have a thorough background check. You need you need to call those employers to see what happened. You need to do it. And then make a really great decision and then take your time in training, you know, I always say, if I ever go back to the treatment room, I would not hire a team. I probably would hire one person. That person would literally be my assistant, turn my room over, take people in and out of the room, get them rebooked, make sure the products that I'm selling, make sure they purchase that, book their next two and three appointments, call my folks for the to remind them about their appointments the next one or two days after, do the inventory, take care of the laundry, all of that. That would be it. It'd be me. I'd have my two rooms and I'd go back and forth between the two. And that's exactly what I would do. And I think that's the thing that um, I came to that conclusion after having two teams. So I've had teams, I've had one team and I had a full team. um, And then I had a second full team. And I mean, massage therapists, front desk, estheticians. I mean, I did it. So I absolutely know. And I do know that when it works, it works amazingly well. And then when it doesn't work, it, it just doesn't work. But we also have to be open to understanding how it doesn't work, changing things when they don't work, open in communication, all of that. Sometimes we hire out of desperation. I can speak this and I'm speaking from experience. I hired because I needed someone. I didn't take the time to vet. I didn't take the time to answer the right questions. And chaos ensued, Right. So I'm speaking from experience. I absolutely know what it's like to hire someone. I didn't do the right things, didn't ask the right questions, got the wrong person in there. And then when they did get in there, all hell broke loose because they just were not the right person. So I know what that feels like. I know what that is about. When I took my time and hired the right people, oh, it's magic. It works wonders. It's a relief. It's not stress. It's a relief because I got the right person in there. So when we start looking at building a team and we have people that are representing our business, you have to know inside and out, not only how they treat people while while you're there, but how they treat people when you're not there, how they speak to people, what they say to people, how they represent the business. You got to know all these things. And if you don't have a team, that's okay, too. Let's say you have a VA, virtual assistant. That virtual assistant has to be tight and right, too. I have I have spoken to some VAs, and I'm like, oh, you don't need to be a VA. Ooh, mm-hmm. You don't have the VA personality, especially if you're taking over phones. Mm-mm. You got to have a great personality. Got to have a nice, upbeat voice, and you got to be happy the fact that the phone rang. You can't be like, oh, hello, this is Smooth Skin. How can I help you? People notice it. They feel it. So even vetting a VA, you have to know that they are going to have the right personality and voice when they are interacting with your clients. That's it. That's all. Pretty simple. But we have to do better. We really do. And sometimes we don't realize that clients may be turned away or they may not want to interact because of how they're treated. And it may not even be from you. It may be from someone you hired who's also an esthetician or your front desk staff. You never know. I did surveys. I used to do surveys in my business um, and they were um, uh, anonymous surveys. So people could just write whatever they wanted. I was so shocked at what, what people were saying. But it also gave me a better perspective of my team. I shared some of them with the team and some of them I didn't. But it also allowed the team to see that people are paying attention. And in me being the owner and being a working owner, they definitely loved me, of course. But they were treated different from other employees. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go into building a team. So take your time. It can be rough. It's not for everyone. I'll be very clear. It's not for everyone. But if you are thinking about building a team, there's some stuff that got to go into You got to put some mail grease in that. You got to do some stuff. You got to do some vetting. You got to do some conversations. You got to do some training. You got to be consistent. You got to help them understand. It's an extension of you. And it may not be the right fit. And you got to be comfortable letting someone go when they're not the right fit. All of that is all encompassing, right? So you got to be willing to do those different types of things. The other thing I want to definitely make sure um cuz i think that and i know this that i've gotten a lot of questions from people about my esthetician business community so i want to do a quick clarification the esthetician business community is where everything is housed so my 7 minute brazilian bootcamp all of my 7 minute brazilian videos all of my master classes all of my coaching videos all of our sub master classes And everything is housed all in that community. So there's a lot of people say, oh, I want to take, you know, a training class or I want to do this right now. Everything is housed there. So you can pay for the year and have full access or you can pay monthly and have an access, but you get access to everything at one time. So all my new master classes all go there. I'm up to 14. All of my coaching calls all go there. All of our uh, member highlights, which is what we do for people who are doing really, really well. I interview them. They're in there. Um, everything is in the esthetician business community. So my goal is to not only strengthen estheticians, especially by having them in that community, but you get access to everything. So for some, it's overwhelming. For others, it's like, oh yeah, this is perfect. I can go and look at this if I wanna do this event or if I wanna start brushing up on you know my waxing skills, I have that here. If I wanna see what other people are doing, I can look at that here. So it's all under the Estition Business Community. All right, guys, thank you guys so much for joining me. We'll be on to our next episode.